welcome to Lift Up Your Hearts podcast. This is a podcast where I do Ignatian guided meditations with scripture. Today we are on the 34th Sunday in Ordinary Time, or also our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. If you are looking for how I do these or the introduction to how I do do these prayers and these meditations, you can listen to the podcast, How Do I Pray? Otherwise, I'm just going to, from now on, just get right into it. So today I'm going to get right into it. The first thing we do in, in any meditation or any time of prayer is we take some time, usually the moment of an Our Father, to contemplate how the Lord looks upon us with love. And this is Usually for me, at least the most fruitful and beautiful part of the prayer is to reorient my whole life that the Lord loves me. He looks on me as a father and he wants to give his life to me. After that, we walk through the scripture passage for the day. The church gives us passages for every single day. I do the Sunday the Sunday Gospel. Today is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 30, 46. First time I read it through, we'll just kind of get the story, what's happening. And especially this week and as last week as well, it's helpful to read kind of a little bit before and after because... You know, at the beginning of this passage, it says, Jesus said to his disciples, when the Son of Man comes in his glory. But when you read it in Scripture, it doesn't say, Jesus said to his disciples. That's just an introduction that the the church puts in each week. So it, it doesn't, you kind of get a little bit of a context. Because Jesus said at the very beginning, Jesus said this parable to teach about the kingdom of heaven. And then he gave a parable the last couple weeks, and then he gives us another example today. So he's giving us, you know, he's talking about the kingdom of heaven. So we just kind of have to remember that when we're, we're getting into it. So the very first time we read it through, we just, we get a context of what's happening and what's going on in the passage. We start to understand who the characters are, the players. In these passages, right now at least, Jesus is just talking to his disciples. So it's it's good to start to engage our imagination as being one of the disciples. And if you're reading just the Gospel of Matthew on your own, you can kind of just read through the Gospel of Matthew as just pick one of the disciples or maybe you're maybe you're one of the disciples and you're seated at his feet what is it like to hear what he's saying and see his expressions and does he look towards you on at some of the times is he does it seem like he's he's talking to you and also you you can start to imagine what other people are saying and thinking and looking like and you know, sometimes there's little side conversations or in-between conversations or after conversations. You can start to imagine what those are. These are not homilies. I don't, I don't give homilies. And these are also not Bible studies. This is 
my secret public prayer journal. So this is the way I pray. And there's no right or wrong to, if I saw Jesus looking at me or something, I started imagining him with a smile or a frown or looking on me in a certain way or I see other disciples do or say something. It's not meant to, for me to say like whether that was true or not or whether that is false, but for me to relate that back to Jesus and say, why did I feel like you looked at me that way? Or, why, or, or just say to him, why did you look at me that way? How come I felt anxiety in my heart when I heard you say this? Or why did I feel happy when you said this? So we let the passage kind of wash over us the first time and, and get, uh, you know, get a picture of what's happening. So it's gospel according to Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 through 46. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink, a stranger, and you gave me no welcome, naked, and you gave me no clothing, ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will say, then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in person in prison and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you. What you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And those will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. So again, <laughs> it just seems like the same same kind of ending as last week, where the righteous will be with the Lord forever in heaven, and... Those on the left who did not will be in the eternal fire. What does it say? Eternal punishment. Last week was wailing and gnashing of teeth. And I think sometimes it's easy to 
either be hyper-focused on that or to dismiss it. Oh, well, maybe that was a different time. Jesus might have said it softer today. I don't know. We have to take him at his word. And what does it feel like to be one of his disciples sitting there and for him to say that? Are there times when I thought there was someone who was hungry and I didn't feed them? Thirsty. I think I think for me, I'm sitting there with Jesus and, and my life is kind of flashing before my eyes. I'm thinking, Lord, when were there people that I didn't serve? And that was you that I didn't give my life to out of, you know, I mean, the easy word is selfishness, but out of just, I don't know, I'm too busy or I don't have time. I got lots of excuses. And... Yeah, I think the first thing I feel is regret for not doing that. Because, I don't know, I just, I think I feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like one of those people that didn't get loved by a Christian, maybe. I don't know why. This is one of the beautiful parts of this type of prayer is man c- certain things can just like hit you and for some reason that hit me that just thinking about those people that I neglected and put myself in their shoes and how did that feel being hungry imprisoned ill naked and and there wasn't someone there to to help me to comfort me to give me the mercy that I I needed or maybe I felt them judging me and then what is it feel like for people to to help me and just the the change that happens in my heart when i experience that when someone when someone helps me when i'm undeserving when someone's there for me when i when i maybe rightfully screwed up someone's merciful I mean the one that strikes me is in prison and you visited me Jesus doesn't say like rightfully in prison or wrongfully in prison and I think I think for me at least I think wow maybe you know they're in prison for a reason right yeah and they're probably really lonely and they need someone to visit 
just like maybe my neighbor might need someone to visit him, just like I might need it someday. And what does that feel like when the person next to me walks by or doesn't help me? Because I, I like that the thing that struck me was that Jesus says, For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty. And then they say, Lord, when did we, Lord, when did we see you hungry? So it's not like, it's not like they didn't see him. They saw the hungry person. They saw the naked person. They saw the imprisoned person. It's not, you know, it's not like this ambiguous person that I don't even, I don't know who they are. Oh, how can I know? Lord, when did we see you naked? And clothe you, see you imprisoned, and visit you. Yeah, it just strikes me the that feeling of being seen and neglected. Or seen and loved. It's quite a big difference for me at least. And I don't think I ever want to see someone ever again and neglect them. Yeah, it feels really harsh that I'd be an eternal punishment for that, but I know that I've been seen and not neglected, and I've been seen and loved in a lot of ways. I don't want the people to go to hell that saw me and neglected me, but it's life-changing. And that's what I'm going to pray about this week. Lord, help me change my life that I can that I can help change others. I hope this has been a fruitful for you. It's certainly been very powerful for me. This is the beauty of this prayer. I mean, I remember reading this earlier this week and thinking, I don't know if I got, I don't feel anything connected to this passage. And then all of a sudden, the thought of being that person that's neglected, just, I don't know, it just popped into my head. The Holy Spirit moving me and I don't know. And so I I just want to encourage you to follow that. Follow those inklings of the Holy Spirit and then bring them to the Lord. Lord, what what do you want me to do with this? This week, that's what I'm going to do is, Lord, how can I change my life that I can make life-changing impacts on other people's lives, that I can help them see that they're loved? help them realize that they're cared for and and loved and 
yeah, that might be you, Lord. And, and I want to do a better job of loving you as well. Please forgive me if I haven't. I hope this has been fruitful for you. If it has, hit the like button. Give me a, a review. Send it to your friends. I want to try to make sure that prayer is accessible and can be deep and very meaningful for you in your life. So I'll see you next time. Have a happy Thanksgiving. God bless.